welcome to the Business Success Club. I want to say welcome, and you are in for a treat in this group. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. And on this podcast, what we really want to establish is this. How do hardworking entrepreneurs build profitable and scalable businesses whilst having the freedom and balance to do the other things they love? like family, vacations, sports, fun, adventures, and charity. So let's tune into today's podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Business Success Show with your coach, Mac Atram. And today I'm excited to have our very special guest, Michelle Prince. Now you are going to love this particular episode. Watch, listen on everything she's gonna be saying here. Because when it comes to business, there's nothing better than people seeking you out, wanting to do business with you, than you hunting everywhere, trying to win business. And one of the best ways to do that is to be seen as the expert, is to be seen as the authority. And Michelle Prince has methodologies and processes and has a method on how you can be that. So stay tuned on how you can be the power of authority in your field. So with no further ado, Michelle, thank you for choosing to be on the Business Success Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, Mac. I'm excited to be here. And you're all the way from Texas, USA. So thank you. McKinney. Yes, McKinney, Texas. That's right. (laughs) All right. For those who are wondering where that is, it's just outside Dallas, which I've just learned as well. Okay. So Michelle, can you tell us a little bit about um, maybe your entrepreneurial journey uh, and what's led you to what to what you're doing now, in fact? You bet. So my, my career actually started working with Zig Ziglar pretty much right out of college and what an incredible foundational you. Uh, experience. I know it, it's kind of a long, crazy story. I'll just give you the highlights. But when I was 18, my parents sent me to a Zig conference and I went kicking and screaming because I did not want to be there. Um, but at the end of it, I loved it so much. I walked up to Zig and I said, I'm going to work for you one day. You just wait oh. and see. And it was literally almost five years to the day right after I graduated college that I started working with him. And, and it was like working with uh, the great legendary Zig Ziglar. And for everyone listening and watching, if you don't know who Zig Ziglar is, check him out. He's one of the leading experts in the field of personal development sales. I mean, it is just brilliant. Great books. Uh, Michelle, what was it like working with Zig? Oh, my goodness. It was amazing. I, I, I loved going to work every day. I got to see him behind the scenes. And I always say that he's better behind closed doors than even on the stage. I mean, just such a man of integrity. He cared about everyone. He, he was, um, you know, obviously great attitude. And so I learned so much from him and just being a part of the organization. Fantastic. Very, very good. And so for how many years did you work with him? I was, I was only there for about three and a half, four years, and it was right around the dot-com boom. And I was actually recruited away to, do, to go into IT sales, um, which eventually led into software sales. And so I was in the you know, true software sales corporate world for about 13 years before mm-hmm. I decided to, to take a leap and, and start my business. And it started with really me just having this desire. You know, once I left Ziggler, I loved what I did there. And I had to make the choice, follow the passion or follow the money. I followed the money. (laughs) I was in my early 20s. Yep. And so, but I don't regret it because I wouldn't be talking to you today had I stayed at Ziggler. Mm. So 
because I, I needed those years to really I figure out that maybe this you know, ladder of success I was trying to climb was up against the wrong wall. And I started asking myself, well, what would I do if I could do anything? And I, I just kept coming back to you know, what we did at Ziegler and motivating people and inspiring people and encouraging, but I didn't really know how to do that. So my way was I wanted to write a book. I'd always wanted to write a book. And so I decided to write a book in 2009, but really never to share it with anyone other than my family. <laughs> you know, it was just a personal goal. But that book is literally what opened up what is now a full-time business of speaking and coaching and doing seminars. And now I own a, a publishing company, helping people to tell their stories. So that's, that's been my journey too, but it wasn't a planned journey. It just kind of organically happened. Well, like I say, if it's meant to happen, it will happen. Nothing happens by accident. It's meant to happen, which put you in a great position right now. So thank you. So tell us, I'm going to get straight into it. How does one become the power of authority? How does someone become the authority in their field? So the power of authority is actually the title of my latest, my last book. Mm. And it's, it's really a play on words. And it is that you can't spell authority without author. And so I do believe that we do business with those we know, like, and trust. And the best way for our clients, our prospects to get to know us is to know our story, you know, to know the backstory. We mm. all want to know how somebody can help us. But a lot of times we want to know well, how did you get there? Kind of like the first question you asked me. So I, I think when we put our stories out there, it just naturally attracts the, the customers that are, are ideal for us, but it also creates this platform of authority. And I, I view authority as just the ability to, to influence, to make an impact, to help someone personally or professionally. And one of the, the easiest ways to do it that I know is to put that, put your content, put your story in a book and get it out there. Oh, wow. Put it into a book. Okay, great. So for those who are thinking, I'd love to write a book one day and publish a book one day, and I'm sure you come across lots of people, maybe. What stops people then doing that if they know that actually they will be positioned in the right way in their industry? What stops people? So I see it all the time. Um, one is people think, well, who cares about my story? Or, you know, who am I to write a book? There's, there's a lot of that. And, and I was one of those people, you know, mm -hmm. thinking, oh, well, I'm no Zig Ziglar, right? So there's a little bit of that, that head trash going on. But the other thing is people think that it's so difficult, you know, that it's just such a huge thing to tackle. And the truth is, it's not. It's, it's, you've written a book. I mean, does it take effort? Absolutely. Does it take time and, and resources? 100%. But it's, if, it's like following a recipe. And if you know the recipe, you know the ingredients and you know the order to put them in, mm. you know, you can write a book. It's not rocket science. And so much of what you would put into a book, if not all, it's already in your head. You're already sharing it with your customers. So why not take that and find it and put it in a format that more people, you can reach more people, but there's also some credibility that comes with being an author. Mm. And it's just an automatic expert. You know, we see somebody as the expert. We see them as the authority because wow. they wrote the book. Yes, yes, yes. You're absolutely right. And so do you have any methodologies for those who are stuck in? They've got it here. Mm -hmm. um, but for some reason, it, by the time they go to type it up, nothing's coming out. And they, 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 you know, they may be attempting and they, and they write a few words and then there's that block 
Do you have any techniques or strategies that help people move out of that space and get it all out? Absolutely. I actually have a, a framework. I call it the authority framework. And if it's okay with you, I'll just walk you through go, those go steps. For go for it. Okay. Because I do think it helps. And, and this really works, whether you want to write a book or not, you still have to have, you know, clarity on your message and, and you know, whether you put it in a podcast, whether you speak it from a stage or, or write it in a book. So it really does apply whether you want to write a book or not. But the first step is clarity, you know, and, and this sounds so simple, but what do you really want? What do you want for your business? Um, what do you want for your personal life? That's one of the things, especially business owners, entrepreneurs, founders, leaders, we're so busy plowing through every day that we don't stop and think, well, what do I really want to achieve out of this? Right. And, and that's really the first start. I mean, you can't do anything until you have clarity, um, but, and I won't spend too much time there. Um, but along the lines of that too, is figuring out, well, then why aren't you there, right? What is holding you back? Potentially it could be procrastination. It could be lack of focus. Um, it could be fear. I see it more than anything though. Like I mentioned earlier, it's a lack of belief. You know, a lack of belief of thinking that you have anything to say that matters, um, but I'm here to tell you, you do. And so those are the first two steps of the framework. And so it's really more dealing with who you are. But then the third step is figuring out, well, what's your story? And that's where you start. You know, what is your core message? And again, it can go in a book or in other means, but it's what is it that you can provide or share with someone personally or professionally that can make an impact? Maybe you've built a business. Maybe you've learned a strategy or a framework. Um, maybe you've helped people with their mindset, you know, um, whatever that is, is figuring it out. And, and I'll give you a real quick exercise that you can do if you're not sure what your story is. Mm -hmm. And it's simple. I mean, you are your story. So it's figuring out, well, what are you passionate about? You know, what, what do you love to talk about? What do you love to help people with? And then where is your experience? And sometimes experience is work-related. Sometimes it's personal, um, but not all experience is positive, right? So sometimes we've had to overcome something difficult. And, but if that passion is tied there, it could be that maybe a part of your story is helping other people not to have the same obstacles. I mean, from the you know, little bit I know of your story, Mac, I know you had to overcome some obstacles, right? To get to a place of financial freedom. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So, and you're, and you shared that in a book, right? And so you have so much more to share, obviously, but that's, that may be your core message. And so it, that's really the starting point of, of the rest of the framework is, is that piece of the story. I love it. So for anyone listening and thinking, I don't know where to start. There is a strategy. There's a framework that takes you step by step. So if you get a chance, contact Michelle, see how she can help you. Hey, anyway, by the way, I'm just thinking about this. For those people who think I'd love to write a book, uh, even if I figure it out, uh, but they still sitting on the fence. Mm -hmm. Benefits of writing a book will actually may become a, 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 a carrot for them to say, mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to get these benefits. What are some maybe list three or five key benefits of writing and finally publishing that book? You bet. So actually the title of my third book is your book is your business card. And I believe this oh, with wow. <laughs> all of my heart, your book truly is the business card. So if you're looking for a way to differentiate yourself from competition, if you're looking for a way to stand out, um, a book is one of the best ways to do it because no matter the size of the book, even if it's a small mini book or a chapter in someone else's book, people will throw away a business card, but they will never throw away a book. 
even if they don't read it. <laughs> it's something we place a lot of value. So that's one reason alone, right? And 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 look at it as marketing and leverage mm-hmm. because it does work. But also, you know, it, it, it instantly creates in the minds of other people, you as the authority, as the expert, and we all want to work with the expert, you know? So you're making it almost easier for your prospects to self-select that you are the person that they want to work with. Um, it also gives you the opportunity to, to build a platform. I, I love talking about building platforms because it's, it's not about a book. It is about your story, but you have to get it out there in many multiple different ways. But when you do, you're building this authority platform. And so people can, you know, they're, they're gaining a benefit from you when they read what you wrote, when they hear what you say, when they, you know, maybe read a blog post or listen to you on a podcast. So building that, that uh, authority framework, or I'm sorry, platform comes as a result of, of getting your book out there. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, I think, one of the easiest ways to impact as many people as possible, because you can't possibly meet everyone right. that needs to hear your message, but mm-hmm. a book can get out there in that way. Wow, there you go. So that's a key benefit. So if it's worth doing, spend time, do it, get it done. In my own experience, it does open doors. It does position you and people are intrigued and want to do something with you. Uh, so for let, let me ask you this. Clearly, you write a book, you may sell it wherever, $10, $20, $30, it doesn't matter. But what is the real value or what are, are other ways of generating income or revenue with a book apart from selling books in large quantities? And if you're going to yes. make money, you've got to spend, spend you've got to spend a lot of time selling large quantities. But where's the real money? Yeah. So the average first time author sells about 500 books, family, friends, community, that kind of thing. So right. if, you know, and just do the math, if you're, if you have a $20 book, how many books do you have to sell to make the amount of money you want to make in a year? A lot of books. So yeah. it, if you certainly do make money selling books, but the opportunity comes as a result of you being a published author, published authors are, are, uh, talk show worthy or media worthy, right? Mm-hmm. They're considered the experts. So it gives you the opportunity to get your, your message out there to areas that you probably couldn't before. Um, you know, but it, it's speaking opportunities. When I first wrote my book, I, I, again, I wrote my book for my boys, my kids who are in elementary school that I thought one day I want them to read my story. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I really, truly, I, I didn't have, I was still working my corporate sales job. So I, I wrote this book, but what happened immediately after we we launched it was opportunities to speak, opportunities to do coaching. All of that was revenue. And it was only because I was a published author. author. I was the same person the day before I wrote my book, and I'm the mm-hmm. same person today. But yet that book is what opened up these opportunities for multiple revenue streams. Well, there you go. So the book's published. Now you're getting requests to speak at different places. You're getting media interviews you're getting people to say, can you coach me in this aspect or that aspect? And that's where the real money is. It's not just a book. It's all the other things that come with it. I love that. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. What about brand? You know, what about the, 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 the using a book mm-hmm. to build your brand? Anything, any words on that? 
Yeah, because it's, again, going back to that core message, people want to know how can you help them? And so your book should be put out there in a way that this is how I can serve you. This is what I can help you with for you. You know, your last book, it's mindset and finances and things like that. So in your brand, you need to have that consistency of brand, right? So somebody goes to Facebook, you are consistent in how you look on LinkedIn and how you looked on Twitter. Um, but utilizing that book as the, the, the launching pad, it's not just about the book though, but it's, it's beyond that. But the more you put yourself out there with consistency of branding, um, you know, it, that's how that you elevate that authority status. I mean, that platform comes as a result of you being out there in multiple ways. And then people just, you know, it's perception. They recognize you as the expert because, oh, they've written the book, check. Oh, they're out here consistently branding the same way. Check. You know, it's just the way we are in such a social society now that that is a big part of branding. And I love what you said there that it's it it's ideally must flow throughout all your platforms. Mm -hmm. That book, the message you're getting out there to monetize it, make sure it's across, you know, there's consistency across all your social media platforms, all, you know, when people type you into Google, what they are seeing, and that consistency actually helps to build your brand. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Good, good, and good. you can do lots of different things, though. I mean, I, I, I am a publisher and I help people to write books, but I also do training and speaking and leadership and all of those things. So you can do multiple things. But again, it's just all about how you package it and brand it that will matter. Well, tell us a little bit more about that then, because someone who thinks on the on the flip side someone thinks well i can write a book it's not that easy all these people look look at her look at him i can do it and they just put something together they haven't followed your format in other words there's no clarity right they don't know the audience they're speaking to they've just got this jumble stuff out their head and put it onto paper got it to print and 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 it's not selling and people and they're not in demand what are they doing wrong well I couple things. I mean, there's no lack of things you could do to market yourself in a book. So it's possibly that they're not just, you know, they're not doing the, the basics, right? Putting, you know, social media and things like that. But, you know, I think you don't want to confuse people with, with what you can do. So kind of think of everything as like this overarching, like what is the core of what you do? Like for, I'll take me for example. So I do have a publishing company. I do do all of these other things, but the core of it is, is helping people to find their passion, follow or, or find their purpose, follow their passion, tell their story and make a difference. So whether I'm in a company doing leadership training or organizational behavior, disc training things, or I'm helping somebody to figure out how to write a book and build a brand, it ultimately funnels down to your ability to make an impact and make a difference. And so that's kind of my overarching brand, um, but it goes in many different silos. Zig Ziglar, great example. So he has, he wrote 30 plus books before he died and he did all different types of things. He started in sales, then yeah. he, you know, went into personal development and then he did things in marriage. He did things in the faith base. He did so many different things, but he had that overarching brand of motivation, inspiration, you know, those kinds of things, yeah. but it seeped into all of it. And with you, I love that purpose, passion, Tell your story, make a difference. Clean, very, very yeah. good. And unless, do you know, do you believe uh, some people need coaching in that regard to actually come up with their, the essence of what they do? 
Oh, uh, yes. It can't be that easy to come up. I mean, I certainly had help in the past. And uh, it can't be that easy trying to figure it out on your own. No, I agree totally. So we, I do an, a live event a couple of times a year where we people come and most of them come with no idea what they would write about. Um, but by the end of the first day, they have an entire book outlined out. And the reason is, is everything you would put into a book is right here. It's up in your head. Mm -hmm. So by going through some exercises and just kind of pulling it out, um, but it does go back to, you know, what is it that you're passionate about experience, but also who do you want to help? Who are you really drawn to help and niching it down? You can't help everyone. So um, thinking about, well, what naturally do you, like, for example, if you want to help small business owners, which I know you do. So what, what is it that you want to help small business owners with, right? And kind of niching that down, but it's a coach or, or a community to help you see sometimes what you can't see in yourself mm -hmm. is so critical. I'm a big believer in coaching and mentors. I have, I've always had a mentor in all the years I've been in business because, and it could be because of our mindset. It could be because of lack of confidence. It could just be because you don't know what to do, but a mentor is going to help you see what you can't see yet and maybe get it out there. Absolutely. I totally agree. Having a mentor or coach that can help you to move because you can move forward faster than you can try and do on your yeah. own. Yes, right. I get that. So for those people who want to learn more from you or they want to go down this avenue of getting their book written, first of all, and published, uh, what, how, did, how do they contact you then? What's the best way? Probably the best way is to take advantage. We do free strategy sessions where to help you figure out, well, do you even have a story for a book? And what would that look like? And what are your best options? Because there's many, many different ways to mm -hmm. get to the same result with a book. So we will do those strategy calls. You can go to performancepublishinggroup.com, performancepublishinggroup.com. And there's some resources on there, but that strategy call is a great first step. And then we can you know, point you in the right direction of, of which way you should go performancepublishinggroup.com. Yes. Got it. All right. No problem. We'll put a link in here as well for, to make it easier for people. Performancepublishinggroup.com. So for, um, there's a question that I had, which was some people say, so how long does it, how long will it take me to, to write my book? Uh, have you, do you have any stories of people publishing it in how many days or how many months or how many weeks? Um, where they thought it's going to take them five years to get this book written and published, but they actually did it sooner by just getting it out of their head. Any stories around that regard? I actually have a personal story. So for the 13 years I was in corporate America, I, I secretly wanted to write a book and I, and I couldn't, and I kind of had an idea of what I would do, but I didn't. And so it took me a long, long time to finally get the courage to do it. And by the time I made that decision, within three weeks, I had the entire book written. Um, took wow. a little bit longer to publish it, but yeah, it, it kind of goes back to, it's all right here. So once right. you open the floodgates of like, oh, this is what it is. This is what I want to help people with. It comes easier. Um, but I also know plenty of people that have taken years to write a book. And I always tell them it's probably because they chose a topic that they're either not passionate about or they don't really have the depth or the credibility or the experience to back it up. For example, when I, all these years I was in sales and I thought at first the book I was going to write was going to be a sales book, you know, cold mm -hmm. calling 101. Mm -hmm. And every time I thought about doing it, I was just like, oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> There's no passion I, behind it. I right? have no passion. And so people who come to me and say, oh, I've been working on a book for 10 years. I'm like, are you writing about something you know how to do? 
Mm. But are you really passionate about it? Because let's be honest, you would have had it out by now if you are. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But sometimes it's because we just don't have that clarity. And that goes back to you really have to niche it down of who do you want to serve? What can you help them with? Why should they listen to you? And until you get clarity for yourself, it's going to be really hard to get that out into a format for other people. Yeah, and th this goes back to your, your um, framework. I know you just shown that, shared a little bit of it, which was um, the, the, the purpose, the passion, the tell your story, the, the, the making a difference. So if someone doesn't know, they've got, they think they have a book in their head, it may be the right one, it may be the wrong one. Mm -hmm. Do you have something that says, okay, look, let's start with your purpose? Mm -hmm. Yeah, in fact, I call it, I, I, I call it my principles of success. My last name is Prince. So, you know, principles, but it does go through a process. And I think, I believe that everything starts with passion because passion mm -hmm. is what lights you up. Right. And, and it's tied to your purpose. Now it's not everything, but it is tied to your purpose. And I, I look at it as a clue, you know, if, if we are all here on this earth for a purpose, I just happen to believe it's going to be something that we enjoy doing, right? It's not mm -hmm. going to be something we dread, I wouldn't think. <laughs> so That's passion cool. will, will show you your purpose. But when you know your purpose and you know like, okay, this is what I'm here to do. I am here to help entrepreneurs or I am here to help, you know, stay-at-home moms or whatever it is, then you, you perform at a level that's greater than you would if you didn't have a purpose, right? You know mm -hmm. what you need to do, you know where to focus and you get moving. And that performance is where it allows you to build that platform. Because when you are performing at a level, people take notice and they say, well, how do you do it? Well, she's got something or he's got something. I want to know what you're doing. So because of that, you knew your purpose, you performed at a higher level. Now people are taking notice. You're building a platform, which all the platform means is you're, you're sharing and people want to hear. Lots of people share, but you haven't earned the right of a platform, right? So all of that leads, but, but that's where you, I think you go from, you know, just striving to success to significance is when you figure out your purpose and then you start acting in it. That's when you start making a difference in people's lives. And that's when the significance part comes, you know? Wow. I love that. You know, it's uh yeah. Cause if someone's yeah, often when you're working with clients, if they're stuck uh, and like, like you, and I can see there's no passion in what they're doing. At times I tell them, change the product or yeah. stop this business. Don't do this business. Life is too yeah. short. Let's find what it is you're really supposed to be doing. And guess what? That purpose coupled with that passion, you it won't even feel like work. That's right. I, I say that passion pulls you. You don't have to push it, you know? Yeah. And, 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 you know, and going back to when I was writing my book in 2009, I remember I, I was so excited and so passionate and so on fire to get this thing done. And I did get it done in three and a half weeks, but it was be, and I, I was getting up earlier than I would ever get up and staying later than I ever, but I loved it because it was a part of my passion, which ultimately is a part of my purpose. And ultimately makes a difference like you're doing now, making a difference yes. to so many people uh, all over, which is fantastic. And so do you work with clients all over the world or mostly the USA? All over the world. We all have clients. Um, yeah, we have, we have people in all different countries. We've published books for people in different countries. We've done, we've had our seminars where people come to the U S from other countries. So 
it's it's pretty universal that we all have a story and we when we get our story out of our head onto paper that's how we build our brand it's how we build our platform and how we make a bigger impact in the world wow love that so um that was also in multiple languages in if they're in certain parts of the world mm -hmm. i suppose okay mm -hmm. we have yep good. yep good 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 you've you've been listening to michelle prince talking about the power of authority being seen as the expert, getting your story out there. And most importantly, the best thing to do is to publish a book. If you want to be positioned as the authority, write and publish a book. She's been sharing with you exact, you know, various methodologies and the reason why and the benefits of publishing a book. In a moment, I'm going to go to uh, Michelle for our final words uh, before we wrap up here. But you're listening to the Business Success Show. Go ahead and like. Uh, subscribe wherever you're listening, whichever platform, follow whatever we're doing, and we'll bring other experts just like Michelle to you on the Business Success Show. So Michelle, any final words before, anything else you want to say before we, we end in a moment? I do. You know, no matter who you are, you do have a story and your story matters. And even if it matters to one person, it's worth telling. But I can promise you that it will matter to many, many more people because we, we associate with story, we learn, we get inspired by. But as a business owner, you have an opportunity to differentiate yourself and to stand out from your competition because a book is your business card. People do perceive you differently and you need to do it now before your competitor does it first. Oh, <laughs> we didn't touch on that one. So I love that. <laughs> you need to do it now because, you know, you just said something here. And I remember there was a client of ours who uh, is in real estate. Mm -hmm. And 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 I kept talking about positioning, positioning. I, I hope she is listening. I hope she's listening because she needs to speak with you. And she's in real estate, real estate broker. And she said that we all say the same thing and I, I, cause I teach them about their elevator pitch, their tagline. And then she said about positioning, Mac, how do I do it? Because everyone's saying the same thing. And I said, you need to have some positioning tools, some marketing collateral. So ideally publish a book. If not, yes. just get some few words together into a, a PDF, something you can print mm -hmm. off. And when you go and meet, that prospective buyer of that property, hand them your book. Yes. That automatically positions you. Anything you want to say on that? Oh my goodness, so much. But yes, absolutely. My business card is a little mini book and it literally is what I give out. And people keep that and keep it on their desk for years. And then eventually call me and say, you know, I'm ready to work with you. I'm like, how'd you find out about me? Oh, you gave me your business card a couple of years ago. And I couldn't throw it away. But one more thing I'll say about real estate. I think this is fascinating. So if you think back to years and years ago, when the first person in real estate to put their picture on their business card, talk about positioning, right? Do you remember when that was really like business yeah. cards were just words? And then all of a sudden, so that person, and then eventually, you know, all these other real, realtors stood out because it was different. Right now in real estate, there are not many people putting out books. I mean, there are some, don't get me wrong, but to meet with somebody at their home and give them a, a what we call business card books, yeah. it will differentiate you because people assume you're the expert and we all want to work with the expert, the yes, best. Absolutely. So that triggered me when you said, do it before your competitor does, because that's that's business, right? One yeah. more, the URL, um, one more time before we finish here. 
You bet. It's performancepublishinggroup.com, performancepublishinggroup.com. Thank you very much, Michelle. It's been great having this conversation with you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for giving us this insight. Thank you for inspiring and motivating and really getting those messages across so people know why they have to publish their book, get their story out, and most importantly, contact you if they need support and need help. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me, Mac. This was a lot of fun. You're most welcome. You're most welcome.